at that time, like last year, when you read out that list, I didn't think I would be able to be in this position. Um, just being able to have my own team, like even run a business in that way. It just feels so amazing to have like working with client, dream clients, not just any clients, but dream clients, having that business and just really stepping up into that like CEO power and just being confident, knowing that like I am an established podcast manager and I'm no longer like a new podcast manager, which was a thought, like a limiting belief I struggled with a lot in the beginning as well. So it's just amazing to see like if you do the inner work, how much of that change you can bring about for your business and just within you as well and just having that self-belief I think comes, it goes a long way. Welcome to the Rebecca Hayden Show, the show where you get to step into the highest version of yourself whilst creating the business and life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, helping you to step into your power, release those subconscious blockers and convert through social media with ease. Are you ready? Let's get going. podcast listeners welcome back to the Rebecca Hayden show now I have something very jazzy in store for you today a little bit different and in fact I've not really seen anyone really doing this on a podcast before so I'm very excited I am very grateful to be able to bring to you my gorgeous clients and their success stories of us working together. Now, I really wanted to create a space to show their transformations, to really allow them to have a space to see how far they've come, and for them to be interviewed about their zone of genius, their incredible things that they do in their business too. So I want to welcome you to the success story series. Now it's not going to run, you know, one after the other like a normal series would. They're going to be a little bit sporadically spread out across the podcast because you know how much I love a solo episode as well. However, We recorded what you're about to hear yesterday and it was just so incredible to allow my clients, and I will announce the first one in a moment, but to allow my clients to have that space, like I said, to truly see how far they've come, to almost dive into where they were before we started working together where they are now and what they've achieved and the next things they're working on. And then for me to ask them questions about their zone of genius, just like I said. So the very first person I have got on is the wonderful, wonderful Justine. Now, Justine is a former flight attendant, I know, turned podcast manager, and she runs a boutique podcast production agency. Now, Justine works with female coaches, consultants, online course creators, and me to help them to use their power of podcasting to extend their impact so they can really grow their community, so they can build authority, turn their listeners into leads, and really scale their business to the next level. Now, Justine loves helping other women get their message out there in the world. And I think podcasting is such an incredible way to do that. Um, 
She's a cab sav lover. <laughs> We've had many a chink of a drink over Zoom and we have gone out for cocktails in Sydney. She's a coffee addict and she loves plotting her next travel adventure, which I always get super, super jealous about because they take the best photos when they're away. <laughs> so I cannot wait to introduce you to the beautiful, gorgeous Justine to share her story, to share her transformation, to share where she was and where she is now. So enjoy. Over to Justine. beautiful listeners welcome back to the Rebecca Hayden show just like I said in the intro of today's podcast you are listening to the very first success story podcast I am so excited and I could not think of a better guest to have as my first success story Uh, welcome Justine I'm so happy that you're here me too I'm so excited to be on your show I can't wait. You look after my show. So, you know, we it's only time until you were on the show as well as doing the behind the scenes as well. Um, for those who don't know, just like I said in the intro, Justine is a podcast manager and she's also my podcast manager, which is just so wonderful. Um, I trust her with my life and therefore I trust her with my podcast. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> I'm grateful. Yes, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you. Um, I can't wait to get into the the juiciness of today's questions and the way that the podcast is going to go. I know this is the very first time we're doing this, um, but I'm going to really dive into where you were before we started working together, what it looked like as we were working together, your biggest aha moments. Maybe we'll even share a few uh, struggles and woes along the way because I know entrepreneurship is always very up and down. Um, And then I will hand you the mic quite literally and we'll do a little bit about you and your business and everything else that's in between. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. Good. Okay, so let's dive into before we started working together. Now, I have got your very first questionnaire. (laughs) right in front of me, which I'm very excited. (laughs) Going back down memory lane. (laughs) Back down memory lane to the 28th of May, 2021. Wow. How crazy is that? That's Almost a year. Yeah. But if you want to explain to the listeners, where were you? You know, what made you what made you go right now is the time that I, something has to change or what made you take that first step? Yeah. So that was the time when I moved back home to Australia and I quit my job as a flight attendant living overseas in Dubai. And I knew that once I moved back to Oz, I didn't want to work for anybody else. And I knew I wanted to start an online business. So I really wanted to invest and give it all that I had to really make this successful. And one of the biggest struggles that I was facing at that time was my mindset of being, if knowing if I could actually do this and just having the confidence and the self-belief in myself. And something just deep down was saying that my next move was investing in a business and mindset coach. So that's why I went all in and I found you. I don't even know how I stumbled 
I love it when that happens. Yeah, I don't know how I found you on Instagram, but I did and I was following you for a while and I was like, yep, I want to work with Beck. She's my business coach. I feel like just the way you showed up, I just felt connected and I knew I would feel so comfortable having you as my business and mindset coach. So, yeah. Yeah. The rest is history. No. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it was just so wonderful. I think how you, we kind of fell upon each other. You ju- We jumped on a call that was, yes. I was doing, you know, confidence mastery sessions at the time, I think. And I offered five free confidence mastery sessions and you were one of them that jumped in there. And I remember just having that conversation and being like, yeah, beautiful ideal client. <laughs> there she is. Yeah. And I, I remember going on there and I was just like, yeah, definitely. Like, this is who I, cause I was, I think I had somebody else in mind and I was tossing between the two of you, but I was like, nah, definitely. I want to go all in with Beck. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm glad I made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> so when we first started, I have got a question that I ask my clients and for anyone who ever works with me, I will always send what I call a kind of pre questionnaire, a pre starting questionnaire, which is so amazing because here we are, you know, nearly a year later and we can reflect back on literally what you were writing that was in your head at the time. God, this is so interesting. (laughs) I have asked Justine permission to read these out um, because I know not everyone wants to share where they were, but I think it's so powerful because you are not 1000% not there anymore, are you? So one of the questions is what limiting beliefs are holding you back from stepping into the up-level version of you? And the answers are were, if I'm good enough or capable enough to really run a business, that was number yes. one, can I actually do this? Whether or not I'll be successful, if I can get the consistent clients coming in to make sure I can make this my full-time work and the fear of being judged. Now, how does that feel hearing those back now that that was where you were at? That was you writing that in that moment. I just, just seeing that and it's only, it's been what, almost a year. I think I can take, I think if not all of it, (laughs) but most of it off actually. And I just can't believe that's like where I am right now is how far I've actually come. Yeah. 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 And it's crazy. As I was reading through, I was like, yep, yeah, we've done that. Yeah. She's now got a team. So she actually, yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. Julia, when you were just reading it out, I was like, oh my God, yes, I've accomplished that. Yes. yes, Tick, 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 tick. Yeah. Now I know like we'll kind of go into each of them, but I know one of the biggest things for you was showing up on social media, right? It was a real block for you. You really struggled to, you know, even put a picture of you on stories, you know, let alone talk on stories stories. do you want to speak into that a little bit what was kind of holding you back and and what that felt like yeah so I'm very much an introvert and even just even when I had my personal account on Instagram like even showing my face I I avoided that at all costs but for me I think because of that imposter syndrome of me seeing other podcast managers on the platform seeing their success it kind of triggered that um, thought of me thinking, can I actually do this if, like, if people will see me as a newbie, like if I can really stand up and show myself as an expert, I just felt like I was going to get 
so judged and I, and it just really stopped me from even showing up on stories because I was like, I, there's no way in hell that I can do this. Like, especially speaking in front of like when you do Instagram stories, I was like, if I don't believe in myself, like who else is going to believe mm. me? And that was one of the biggest things that stopped me from even just showing up on Instagram. Yeah. And it's funny because Instagram's the biggest way I get leads, clients. So it's and just she so- is this manifesting <laughs> lead <laughs> <Yeah>. magnet <laughs> in the house. It's yeah. just yeah, it's just turned my whole mindset completely like thinking about where I was then and how I am now like I can just show up on stories and I mean I still get nervous sometimes but it's not a big deal anymore no and you went from you went from that and I remember actually that was probably one of the very first things that we did um and I remember one of our first sessions was completely mindset really breaking through you know you being able to stand in the spotlight and you having that space to stand in the spotlight light I remember you know working on um a limiting belief for that and kind of breaking through that and then I I genuinely think it was like a week, maybe two weeks later, you were doing reels and she was on stories and I was like, wait, hang on. (laughs) Yeah, I just remember what you I think one of the um, first things you ever said to me was that we can do all the strategy with like social media and everything, but if we don't work through your mindset first, like it's not going to give you the results or get you to where you want to be. And I just... I just thought, like, if Beck wants me to do this, I'm going to go all out and do it. Like, I just have to take action. Like, yeah, I really got to stop this. Yeah, I really yeah. just got to stop all this chatter in my head. And yeah. I just went for it. Yeah, you you went, you, I literally pushed you in the deep end and you were like, I'm freaking swimming. There is no <laughs> yeah. stopping me. She was yeah. off. She was yeah. off. <laughs> I still remember one of the first things um, we did to help me get, confident on stories was me just even sending you private Mm. videos um of what I was having for breakfast or whatever it was (laughs) just so I could get comfortable just looking at my phone and seeing myself on the screen and talking I remember that I remember that you were like hey Beck (laughs) I've had this for breakfast today (laughs) practice Uh, makes progress hey (laughs) yeah it is and actually I told one of my other like friends who owns a business and she was having big struggles with talking on stories and I told her just do this is what helped me and now she's just doing stories and reels all the time as well and she's so confident yeah I love it that ripple effect it's one of my favorites so we really it was the mindset that really took shape in your business and I think you know we did I say we, you really grew very, very quickly from, you know, us working together for not, it wasn't that long until we were hitting, you know, we had a wait list in place, (laughs) you know, we had consistent clients. And I remember having a conversation where you were like, Beck, hang on. Like I was like searching Facebook groups for my next client and now they're literally falling into my DMs. What the hell is going on? Um, And a lot of that was the, the mindset work that we were doing. Of course, there was strategy things that we put in place as well, but I feel like the mindset was really where your fire, like we lit that fire within you. What was your favorite couple of mindset tools and techniques that we'd done together that you then took and and put into your own life? I remember the headband technique. I Mm -hmm. remember you would get me to wear a headband around my wrist. And every time I had one of those 
like limiting thoughts or self-doubt, I had to pull the headband to remind myself that to take in this thought but find a better serving thought to help me push past that. Mm-hmm. And that stuck. I mean, I don't wear the head, uh, the hair tire around my wrist anymore, but when I do get those thoughts, I could rewire my mm-hmm. uh, my thought to think of better serving thoughts that will help me push past that. And I remember doing the hypnosis tracks that you sent me. That was really helpful. Um, and I actually use uh, a meditation app that does the, um, I don't know, is it called Insight, Insight Timer? Yes. Is it Insight Timer? Yeah. Yeah. So I use those guided meditations to help me. I listen to it every morning when I wake up so that to kind of yeah. set my whole day. So that's two main ones that I always use every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember scripting being quite a big thing oh, yes. for you as well when we first started. Yes. Um, for those who haven't heard of scripting, I think I've actually got a podcast on it. So we'll pop that in the show notes if you want to yes. listen. Um, but it's basically scripting as if you've already got the life that you want. And Justine, you can speak into this, but I know when we first started together, your big dreams and your big goals was to have this boutique agency, right? Like you were like, oh, like I'm going to have this boutique podcast agency um, with a team. And here she is sitting here with her team and her boutique agency which I love. So we're not even, you know, a year, a year on and, and that scripting started to, to already manifest into your life, hasn't it? Yes, actually, I've been lacking the scripting lately, but I did it over the weekend. Um, and yes, scripting was a big way for me at that time to really manifest what I wanted and just writing everything down, really feeling those feelings and knowing what is possible for me and knowing that I can achieve it. That was so helpful as well. I actually Mm. really need to start scripting. I've got my script, my little journal book just below me as well. Yeah. And Justine's got like the most (laughs) on fleek Pinterest desk you will ever see. (laughs) Like every time she shares it on Instagram, I'm like, God damn, I need to upgrade my desk. No, authentics. No, aesthetics. (laughs) No, really, my the environment that I work in mm. is plays a huge role on how motivated and inspired I am. So I really need to have like a really like nice, inspiring environment for me to be able to thrive. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love it. <laughs> so situation, how has it changed since working together? I know obviously we're, you know, let's go back to the first couple of months after we've been working together. What did that look like from when you, when we first started? God, that was, I think it was maybe, was it less than a month? I can't remember where I just kind of had like an influx of clients. I remember <laughs> I, when I started with you, I had the one client. Yeah. I think that I was just lucky <laughs> enough to land. Um, and then I just had that influx of clients coming in like left, right and center. And I remember saying, oh my God, I don't even know what to do with myself because <laughs> I'm just trying to build my business at the start. And then all of a sudden I've got these people just asking for help. And I just kind of didn't know how to navigate through that. And yeah. I also remember I did hit the 5K um, month and I even the month after that, after I hit my 5K goal, I hit over 6K. Yeah. That was really, yeah, that was so exciting for me because I never, ever would have thought I could even hit that amount. <laughs> yeah. And I remember and it, was it was September 
Was it September? Yeah. Yeah. It was September (laughs) and I said that I'd take her out for cocktails and we went for cocktails over Christmas, didn't we? (laughs) That was fun. Yes. Yes, that was so and much what fun. Do you what do you think, like I know we've talked about the mindset, but what did you think allowed that to happen? I know it was such a shift so quickly and we did have to then, you know, we, we went literally, I remember one session was like, right, where do I get the next client from? And then the next session was like, shit, I've got too many clients. What do I do? Yes. Oh, I felt so overwhelmed. And I remember just like sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I would see in my DMs like people inquiring about my service or someone's filled out that application form. And I just felt like I remember <laughs> telling them, like, what do I do? I think I need to put like a stop. Like, how do I stop this? Because <laughs> I think it was just too much at one time. And I'm like, I can't do everything. And I panicked. I remember that. Yeah. 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 I was like, chill, calm down. Waitlist <laughs> is on the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how does it feel now? So now you are this established podcast manager. You have incredible clients that you're working with. You have a team that support you, which is something that you always dreamed of. How does that feel being in that space now? It Honestly, it, I still can't believe like this is where I am. It honestly feels amazing because I didn't at that time, like last year, when you read out that list, I didn't think I would be able to be in this position. Mm. Um, just being able to have my own team, like even run a business in that way. It just feels so amazing to have like working with client, dream clients, not just any clients, but dream clients, having that business and just really stepping up into that like CEO power and just being confident, knowing that like I am an established podcast manager and I'm no longer like a new podcast manager, which was a thought, like a limiting belief. I struggled with a lot in the beginning as Mm. well. So it's just amazing to see like if you do the inner work, how much of that change you can bring about for your business and just within you as well and just having that self-belief I think comes, it goes a long way. Yeah, it is that self-belief, isn't it? And I think, you know, it hasn't always been plain sailing, which we know, you know. It's ups um, and downs. It's We've had ebbs and flows. We've had ups and downs. But it's actually, you know, I said this in a live yesterday, it's that bounce back ability that, okay, we, okay, someone doesn't want to do their podcast anymore. That's okay. We've got the contract in place. We know what's coming up. And then boom, we bounced back in. We found the next one or we did what we needed to do, didn't we? And I really, I really was so proud of you for navigating that because it happens in business. Do you want to talk into that a little bit? Yeah, I'm so grateful that like with the techniques that you've showed me because imposter syndrome will always come no matter what phase of the business you're at. So just being able to have those techniques and know kind of just have, knowing that I can do this and I can push past this um, has really helped me through those, I guess, challenging and hard times. Like even now I've lost three clients in the last, since the beginning of the year, but that hasn't Mm -hmm. stopped me or put me down thinking that I can't do it. Of course, those thoughts did come to me, but you know, it's just like, I'm just pushing past that and knowing that better clients are coming to me and I know that I can get the clients. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The client tap. And (laughs) honestly, I've never known anyone like (laughs) Justine with client attraction. She turns the tap on and like the whole of the Noah's Ark comes running is what it always feels like. But I want to read out because um, on the form, like I said, when I read out pre 
pre the pre the sessions, I also get my clients to almost script exactly what we were talking about before, script how they want to feel afterwards. Um, and one of the questions is literally, I want to feel. And this is what you wrote. Can you remember? I don't know. I feel like I said something like I want to feel, I feel like something about tapping into that power as a CEO. Yes. So in capital letters, two exclamation marks, she's wrote, I am a badass boss babe. Do you feel that? <laughs> oh my God. I remember that. I think I remember saying, my God, like the momentum was happening. I was like, yes, I'm getting there. Yeah, I love that. I want to be working with only my ideal clients, have a business that I love, serving people that I love and not feeling burnt out or overwhelmed. I want to feel that I am capable of anything and everything. The sky is the limit. How's that? Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't believe I wrote that. (laughs) You're like, is that me? Exactly. Uh, I just love that. And I really do see you living in that now and showing up in that now. And, you know, I wish, I always say this to my clients, like I wish we'd videoed your, well, we probably have to be fair, got your first stories and go back and have a look at what the universe is now. Um, But just so, so wonderful to see that change and see that shift. And more than anything, I think it was the action that you took with the things and the tools and the techniques that we went through that really made the difference as well. Yes, definitely. I feel like, you know, you can give, you can help me through these sessions, but ultimately it's up to me to really take that action and take that first step. And, you know, that's what I did. And it's crazy to think that, you know, people see me like as that expert and the fact that we launched, you helped me launch that one-on-one coaching call because I was receiving messages in my DMs from other like online service providers or podcast VAs wanting me to or asking me if I offer any coaching or mentorship like it's crazy to think that's how people see me as I know yeah and that was so amazing (laughs) to even see you standing in that power you know if I told you last May that you were going to be coaching other podcast VAs and other podcast managers to be um to give their clients that five-star service you would have no, I would to go. say, I would, yeah, and I never thought my business would even go in this direction. Like if you told me that, I was like, hell no, are you sure that's me? <laughs> <It'd be> me. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So if you were to sum up our time together with one single word, what would that be? Oh, that's hot. Um, <laughs> epic. Ah, oh, I love it. <laughs> You're epic. Oh, I love it. Well, now we've kind of dove. I always say dove. Is that even a word? Yes. I use dive, dove. It's not D- past dove. Tense. Yeah. <laughs> now we've dive. Dove. <laughs> anyway, we've gone through the parts of working together. I'm very excited to pass the mic over um, and kind of explain to our listeners about you and how you got to where you are now and actually really dive into podcasting because I know there's a lot of coaches, service providers, entrepreneurs who would love a podcast. I know that they've, you know, there's thousands of people who have it on their to-do list every year and never get around to it. And I think the listeners of this podcast would really love, you know, a bit of information about it. How's that sound? 
Yeah, that sounds great. Um, cool. <laughs> Let's so, go. Yeah, so pretty much, like I said, I wanted to run an online business. So I was thinking of what skill that I could actually provide. And because I've always been an avid podcast listener, I like there was a demand. There were so many business owners see, seeing the value of having a podcast as part of their like sales tool or their marketing tool for their business. So that's what I dove into. I um, took a course and I set up my business and the power of podcasting is so crazy. Like you can see it for yourself and the way that it's changed your business. It, it really, if you really stick to it and treat it as a tool for your business, it can really help you with the growth of your own business and really get you the sales, the leads, ex- extend your impact and really reach a wider set of audience. So that's yeah. what, and I love, for me, I really love being able to help other business owners get their message and their stories out into the world and being a part of that because I know how much listening to other podcasts has helped me in my own business and my personal life. Like I love being a part of that as well. Yeah. And I think there's a huge pull on podcasting, especially with the visibility piece as well as we move into like 2022. And I know a lot of people are saying videos and stuff, but I kind of find that especially my listens, and I know you check them as much as I do, um, (laughs) but you know, especially with that, I know that podcasting is way more accessible than YouTube videos, than Instagram stories. That's my view on it because you can listen to it when you're out on a walk. You can listen to it when you're driving, no matter where you are or what you're doing, a podcast will always suit. Whereas I find sometimes with video, and this isn't me like you know, shitting on video because you know how much I love video too. But it's kind of, you have to be in the right space and the right time to be able to watch that. Um, what are your kind of thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree with you as well. Like with all the other platforms, I feel like just podcasting is the most accessible and I guess the most easiest in a way. I mean, if you don't do video podcasting, like you can literally record your interview in your pajamas if you're just yeah. doing audio only. And even with your listeners, like you said, they can access it anywhere, like when they're at the gym or their commute to work, if they're cleaning the house or picking up their kids from school or whatever it is, like the content there is also so evergreen. So Mm. like even your episodes that you've done like a year from now, that's still gaining traction today because it's still so relevant. Yeah, I love that. Full disclosure, I've got like my trackies on on the bottom of this outfit. <laughs> I've got mine too with my like oh my with my like fluffy socks. Work at the top. Yeah. <laughs> trackies at the bottom. Yeah. Um one of the things that I wanted to speak about is really amplifying your podcast for you know, lead generation or lead success and and bringing more leads to you. Because I know, you know, I started my podcast, which I believe a lot of people do as a passion project. It was something that I just really loved doing. I love turning the microphone on every week. I still now to this day, love it as much as when I started. Um, But it was only probably when I changed the name to the Rebecca Hayden show that I really started to take it seriously um, and kind of know and understand how much it was warming up my audience. So can you kind of explain how a podcast can do that, can bring in leads and can really help, you know, people's businesses? Yeah, I think the first thing 
And I feel like this is a lot of the things that people don't really think about when they do start a podcast is that they really need to have a clear and specific topic that they want to talk about on their podcast and having a specific niche that they talk to. Because right now, I think there's like over 2 million podcasts out there. And especially as an independent podcast, for you to stand out from the rest and get like your show visible and really resonate with um, a particular audience, you really need to have a specific topic and a specific niche because when you do, you know exactly who you're talking to, the kind of content you need to be creating and you do it so well, you know exactly the pain points, their struggles, their pleasure points and I think that's why you get so many listens and downloads as well is because people are spreading the word about your show to their like business friends or their any of their family and friends who know will benefit your show because you give them that kind of value and Mm -hmm. from there like if you put like of course strategies in place to like promote your offers make making sure you have like show notes and everything it can really be a powerful tool to help you gain leads for your business Yeah, because you can, you know, for those who know of the value sandwich, if you don't, I do have a freebie on this. Again, we'll drop that in the show notes. I hope you're making notes on everything that I'm putting in the show notes, by the way. I'll have to (laughs) re-listen to this. As we go along. (laughs) Um, But, you know, you can talk about your services during your podcast. You can do, you know, specific ads, almost like an ad on a TV program the ad can be of your services. It's just such an incredible space to, I think as well, for me, it's for people to get to know you on a more of a personal side, because it is very, very personable. You are in someone's ear holes, you know, you're very close to them. And like you said, if you do know your ideal client and you are speaking to their pains and the desires and the internal and the external, it's really great to, make them feel seen and heard but also get them to know you personally and I think that's I know we had this conversation um that's why I don't ever cut my podcast you know I want to keep the dive dove is it dove is it dive (laughs) I keep all of that (laughs) yeah that's so true I mean especially for you as a coach like one of the biggest things you need to do is really build that like no trust factor so podcasting is such a great way to even dive deeper into that um and it, and of course like you said as well when your content resonates with them they're going to see that you are the solution to their problems that you've already built that connection and trust with them and it's kind of like a no-brainer like you're the person to go to um and they'll some be signing up to that course or booking that coaching call or whatever your offer may be it's kind of just like not an easy sales but it's really being able to connect with them and make and being now I've lost my words. Being able to connect with them um, and making them just see that you are the solution to their problem. Yeah, I love that, and I think it's it's really important to do that. And I think as well for me, it's having space to say what you want to say because I think on Instagram stories, yes, okay, they're there for twenty four hours, but You know, I mean, if you watch my stories, they're about three hours long every day. No shit's given. Um, But I know people say don't do too many stories or, you know, keep your videos quite short. But I think you have 
space and and this is like you know my longest podcasts are my interviews which are 40 minutes maximum but you have the space to explain more and to give more and to actually create that connection more as well is what I think with the podcast yeah it's macro it's like giving macro content that's evergreen that's why it's so good Mm. and people it's like timeless people can like I said can go back to it like six months a year like three years from now and still find your content so helpful to them yeah and I literally have people uh, this happened to me not long ago but I had this cap thing on Apple Podcasts that basically after a hundred episodes the new the older ones started dropping off can you remember me messaging you being like what's going on um and the only reason why I found out was because people were going back to number one and they were literally listening to every single one of them from the very first one I put out March 2020 which is crazy yeah it is like when I was looking at your stats I was seeing like your older episodes are still getting traction till this day yeah so it's mad. So evergreen always, and you can sell from it. I mean, what more could you want? So if the listeners are listening and feeling all the feels about starting a podcast and they're like, oh my God, yes. Okay. The time is now. First of all, go to Justine because she does have a launch program, which is fantastic. But second of all, what would you say to kind of get the ball rolling? What would you say to them? Like I covered before, get specific on your topic and get clear on your specific niche, know exactly who you are talking to and be clear on your why. Because as you know, there is so much more work behind the scenes of being able to Mm. produce just that one episode every week. So there will be times when you might feel demotivated or you might not seeing the ROI you want and you feel like is it even really worth it? So just going, knowing your why and going back to it is going to give you that motivation and inspiration to keep going because you really have to stay consistent because it is a long game strategy. So if you stick it out for at least a year, you will start seeing the results and the ROI from your show. Yeah, and I can vouch for that because I have been consistent every yes. week since March 2020. Yes, you have been. <laughs> Let's do this, guys. <laughs> um, so what's next for you? What's next for you in the biz? I would, I mean, now I'm working, as you know, I'm trying to launch one-on-one offers. So I'm mm-hmm. looking, I mean, now I'm trying to get traction on doing, doing offering that one-on-one podcast management mentorship. But I would really love yeah. also to possibly expand my team a little bit more because I do want to get a little bit more clients and just have that nice little boutique agency um, and still get that website website done. That's on my to-do list. That's still on our list. (laughs) To get that website done. But who knows? Like, I don't know if I would want to launch a course like down the future, Mm. but yeah, those are my goals at the time being though. I love yeah. that. And that's just prove everyone you can have a very successful business without a website because we you have not had one the whole time we've been working together yes. and you've been pretty much fully booked yes. since, haven't yes. you? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. I was tossing whether or not I should um, have a website, but then I thought, I don't even, I don't, one, I don't even have the budget to hire someone <laughs> to do <laughs> this whole website. And two, I was like, I don't want to be learning how to like do this whole website because I need to start getting clients before I even want to focus on that. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah for sure um so to wrap up thank you so much for coming on ps i've just loved it i could go on for another you know hour um but if someone was thinking about working with me whether it be six months one of my group programs or my intensives three sessions what would you say my one was definitely the intensives i just like even Mm. now like it's been a year and i'm still working with you i just keep getting your after show (laughs) you're like next yep I'm in (laughs) but no so just the it's not just the value but just the way you support and have cheered me on along the way has come such a long way and I always know that I need to have someone to hold me accountable to be able to take that action and I think that's why I just can't let you go Well, one day we'll be very sad, yeah. but for now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, going The intensives have helped me so much because I love the way you worked through the mindset first before we mm-hmm. dive, dove, before we got into <laughs> the whole strategy piece. That could be the name of the, the, the name of the podcast, Dove Into Podcasting 101. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. I know you'll listen to this again before it goes out, which is hilarious. I'm going to be like, oh man, I really need to edit that out. (laughs) But I won't, I won't. No editing. (laughs) You know the drill. Um, But thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for letting us and, you know, letting me read out where you were before. I think it's going to help so many people because I know that there is so many of my ideal clients out there who felt that way. Is this ever going to happen? Am I ever going to have the business that I want? You know, I can't get on stories, et cetera, et cetera. So thank you for being so raw and vulnerable and open and honest and just being as wonderful as you are. You're so welcome. And I'm glad like if my story can inspire someone else just to keep going, especially when just when they feel like they can't do it, because I know the feeling and it's hard to really push past that block. Mm, Yeah. Lovely. Well, I will see you all on the next episode we're going to be doing more of these success stories because I freaking love them um and it's just a it's just a fresh new thing this is actually Justine's idea I'm not going to take all the credit um Um, but yeah I'll see you on the next episode love you all Your love and support means the absolute world to me. So if you have enjoyed this podcast episode today, please share on your Instagram, review and rate the podcast. Those little acts of kindness go such a long way for the podcast and it actually allows me to reach more amazing female entrepreneurs so they can tune in too. And remember... Every single month, for those who have shared on their Instagram, rated and reviewed, your names will get popped into a hat and I will choose one of you for a free 30-minute one-to-one with me. All you need to do is make sure you've either sent it to my email, rebecca at rebeccahayden.com or shared it on Instagram, where you can tag me at at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. I'll see you there and I'll see you on the next episode. Love ya!